Good morning, everyone. It is Thursday. It's trending Thursday. And this is Carol Sue, aka Nani Boss, live with two sisters. And good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva, reporting to you live from the circle in North Haven. Trending Thursday. Oh my gosh, so many trending type of things happening. You know, as we chatted yesterday, and I was chatting about my dream gym, just as a sidebar, and I thought I would bring it up because it's kind of funny. Uh, when I was taking my apple break yesterday afternoon, I'm like, I'm just going to, for haha's going to tally up what my dream gym would cost. Oh, this is going to be good. I can already tell I the eyeballs are popping. It was almost like $18,000. Oh, my goodness. So. Love that. Don't go that route. Just get the nice exercise handle, bands with the handle, you know, so keep it simple. But we're gonna talk about that in our upcoming challenge. So I don't wanna talk too much about that. Well, it is kind of exciting. We are doing for those that, you know, we've actually gotten a few messages regarding it and it is gonna be a land and water challenge. And we are just, um, kind of mapping the rest of it out. And soon uh, the promotion will start probably, we're hoping within the next two weeks. So mm -hmm. we're super excited about that. We've been working very passionately about so many different areas of our life of things that we know are gonna add value to your health and wellness, your mindset. And it's just, it's all, it's all coming together. It's all very exciting. So what have you noticed that's trending this trending Thursday? Well, what I've noticed, um, and I'm not going to talk about the news, but what I have noticed in like the exercise world, <clears throat> the virtual classes are like the top thing today. And, and I thought, wow, <laughs> isn't this kind of funny? Again, because um, I was going to do the 930 in live kickboxing class, but you know, because of all our different schedules, I have to, I have to shift everything. So, you know, I typically get up before my alarm goes off and I had everything set up on the other side of the house. So I wouldn't really disturb anybody. So I have my old set of um, glasses on and I'm like, okay, you know, the virtual class, I wasn't sure how, and I've done virtual classes before, but like, I love kickboxing. I love being in the studio. So I was going into it with like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. You know, how am I going to like it? You know, is it going to be the same? You know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so funny thing is I logged in okay. Everything was set up beautifully. And I love all the instructors there. But <laughs> one of the first videos that popped up, and you can put, pick whatever one you want to do, was um, Kara, Kara Gold as she's known, no, 24 karat gold on the heart rate monitor. And I'm like, oh my God, there's Kara. I'll do Kara's class. So I'm doing the class. Now they have, they call them cubicles. It's, you know, because of COVID, everything is like, <laughs> they've done such a beautiful job. And as I'm watching and doing my thing, now mind you, I did not obviously have a kickboxing bag, but I set up the tripod just as a focal point for me to, you know, that that was the bag. Right. And of course, you can see the students in the class. Now, I'm still kind of like in the wake up phase and I've got, you know, my 
glasses from 12 years ago on. And I see this woman to the left of the screen. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, she's really working fast. I'm going to try to keep up with her. So <laughs> it, was, it was an absolutely great class. I absolutely loved it. I gave it a five-star rating. Here's the funny part. As I get up to it and they're, you know, going through the stretches, I'm like, who is it? Do I know that person? And I'm like, looking at my iPad like this, it was me. <laughs> so only, only the wellness diva is going to be competitive with herself. And there you go, folks. Proof of the pudding. Now, I knew they were filming that class, but the way that I looked at the camera, I'm like, okay, it's just going out this way, but right. it's 180, not thinking. Right. But, you know, so you can see me in there and I'm like, damn, she's pretty good at the perfect. <laughs> well, you know, kudos to you for, because we always say that, you, you know, the only one that you should be in competition is yourself. Now, it's so funny um, getting into that because a lot of times when you're in competition, the word jealousy comes up like someone's doing better than I am. So funny sidebar on the word jealousy, which that, that comes into play sometimes. It should not. Um, I was actually chatting with the grandkids back home and they were, I guess they were going to do something fun. Maybe let's go get ice cream or whatever. So I said, oh, Nani's so jealous. So, of course, Reagan, you know, the stuff that comes out of her mouth, Nani, jealous is a bad word. You should never be jealous of people. This is from my three-year-old grandchild. So, she, <laughs> the stuff that comes out of her mouth, it just cracks me up. And she, she was on point, jealousy. So, here, you weren't jealous, but you were competitive. And it was a good thing because you're competitive with yourself, and that's the way it should be. Well, well, and, then, and then she was reading off, uh, you know, how many calories each person burnt. And then, you know, I don't know that I, I was sort of listening at that point. And I'm like, wait a minute, did she say wellness diva? And that's when I went up and I'm like, oh my God, that's me. <laughs> well, congrats and kudos that your class went very well. Mm -hmm. What I've been seeing trending is obviously a lot of, of issues, health issues with going back to school, because we always talk about health and wellness, and the whole issue with vaccines. Now, from what I understand, there was some breaking news last night that uh, United States and, and uh, United States uh, business along a lab, along with uh, a lab in the UK, is coming up with something that's very positive, that they're looking for you know something towards the end of the year but th there's a lot of concern for a lot of moms that do their research and kudos to these moms out there that are dealing with you know just being that that mom and and young children and they just kind of got out of home schooling you know that they were forced into that many were not really used to doing and really when you think about it it's july you know 16th now six weeks have gone into the summer, quote, the summer months, and you can already feel that anxiety of those parents that are like, okay, we don't have a school plan. Are we opening? Are we not? Are we remote learning? Are we half learning? Do we have to do this vaccine or whatever? So there's been a lot of, I, I almost feel like the next, until they really get clarification from their own district, regardless of what state you're in, clarification of, of what 
the school year is going to be, whether it's a partial opening, whether you, you choose to do remote learning, the common denominator of that fear is probably on, on is the unknown because people like to plan out, right? You know, I was talking to Tina this morning and she says, you know, am I, am I buying back to school supplies or am I buying more pajamas? And she goes, and I say that jokingly, of course we get dressed, but you know, what is it? Uh, the other big thing is vaccines and, you know, will districts now, you know, kind of lead in that direction that those are going to be mandated. So what I wanted to share was there is a live and I'm going to actually post the banner on our page. A friend of mine is actually doing a Facebook live today, an interview with a Sean, uh, our Sean McBride to discuss uh, Florida's vaccine laws and what that means for our state. And uh, this person's very, very well uh, knowledgeable in that field, but obviously it will give others that are not living in Florida that insight because that's kind of the direction that we're going. So, so parents are now you know, concerned about you know, how they're gonna plan for school. Is it home learning? Is it remote learning? Did they have a good experience from the last time they were forced into it? And a lot of them did not. You know, there wasn't any prep work. So for a lot of parents, that anxiety, it's kind of like, you know, that feeling that a lot of people get on a, on a Sunday night, like late in the afternoon Sunday, where they're dreading that Monday and they call it Monday. Well, I almost feel like these poor parents are going to have, you know, six to eight weeks of Monday because they don't know the information. They're dreading it because, you know, it's a, it takes time to organize. Do I, you know, some daycares are open, some are not. Who's going to watch my child if I can only, if I have to be at work? Can I work with my own company to, you know, work part-time from home and be with my children? And, or are they going to go to school? Are they going to do part-time school, part-time home learning? So it really is, you know, I really feel, and it's really, you could just, you could feel that anxiety. You can feel that stress level for those parents. And how do you best handle it? And the best way is to get proper, proper information. But also, I think it's paramount that parents kind of take, take, take that step forward and demand from their district, we need to plan. Because if in fact, you're going to go to remote learning, you know, there's, there, there, there's got to be a, a curriculum, I want to make sure that my child's getting proper learning, because the last, you know, eight weeks or six weeks that my child was home that did remote learning, we did nothing. They absolutely learned nothing. A lot of parents are concerned about that. You know, what, what are the guidelines if they do go back to school? Can my child wear a mask for six hours? So I could, I could feel that. So I wanted to share um, this because it is trending. People are really chatting about the vaccine piece to it. So I'm going to post that banner on our page. It's at three o'clock. And... Um, yeah, it's called Forced Vaccine Law Awareness is the name of, of the actual talk. So I think it could really be helpful for parents to start sharing information on ways that they can learn and be prepared instead of just wondering. It's better to you know get educated and take action. So this is a step that they can take action, even though they're not from Florida, because this may apply to their own state. So I thought that was kind of what's trending now. And my heart just goes out to all these parents that are going through this, the what if, what if, what are we doing? Right. And of course, Florida starts next month. 
they're typically about three to four weeks ahead of the Northeast as far as starting school. Right. And of course, a lot of people were asking me that because of course we're getting calls and messages from, from family and friends back home. How are we surviving? And I, you know, I scratch my head. Florida is surviving just fine. You know, I guess it depends on what news source you choose to, to get your information from. But um, I did post, make a post to show you that, you know, we, our numbers are fine. They were actually inflated. But my concern with the inflated numbers is how many times can they keep saying the data's entered wrong? Like, you know, how is it that you can have 5,000 new cases and just because you have new cases does not mean it's a bad thing. We knew with more testing, obviously meant more positives. So I think sometimes the news focuses on the rise of numbers and they were really focusing on Florida and Texas. Actually, Virginia's in the mix as well. And there's a few other states where supposedly the information of positive cases were doubled. So in other words, if you had 5,000 new cases today that came up positive, they were entered as 10,000, which obviously explains the inflated numbers. So uh, yes, we are alive and well in Florida. Are there a few hotspots? Of course there are. I think uh, any state could say that to a certain amount of degree. And again, that comes with, you know, people are being tested more, people are out and about more as, you know, states open up. Yeah, you're going to have that. So again, just be proactive in your hygiene, washing your hands, uh, physical distance when you can. You know, obviously, if you're one of those people that have autoimmune issues or you're, you're afraid to go out in public, then don't go out in public. Stay at home. Ask a neighbor, a friend to say, hey, can you stop the grocery store? So many people are willing to really lend that helping hand. Um, so anyone out in the Florida area that's in the Vero Beach area, I'm more than willing to, to go out. I don't live my life in fear. That's just how I choose to live my life. But the bottom of the end of the day, it's your prerogative and what you're comfortable with. But yes, Florida is live and well, and we're doing good. Well, glad to hear that. And, you know, obviously I know that there are hot spots uh, in Connecticut, um, and I love the fact, for instance, that ILKB is taking all the necessary precautions. And um, <laughs> what I did notice, though, going in the grocery store the other day, and I may have said this on one of the podcasts, I'm not sure, but I went to the stop and shop, and I could not believe the number of people that were going the wrong way. Well... I probably would be one of those because I don't look down. I mean, like I, in Walmart now, of course, Walmart has now announced that they are going a nationwide mask. I can't remember when it's going to be. So yes, this Wally World consumer will not be going to Walmart because most people know I will not. Re I wear a mask in the appropriate manners in which I feel is necessary. Obviously, if I was sick, knock on wood, I've been very, very healthy. Obviously, the airplane, if you're on a, a flight, they're mandating that. Of course, I'm going to, you know, follow that. If I knew that I was sick, and, and even if it was just, you know, a cold, I would probably, you know, wear a mask real quick if I had a, to run a quick errand. But as a whole, no, I'm not going to wear a mask. Um, I just, I don't believe in them. I, I believe that in a controlled environment, like an OR, yes, of course, the, that's a controlled environment. But Walmart has announced, you know, that, but in addition, they also do that's the, you know, go this way in the aisle. And most people do not look down at their feet to even see the arrow. And in Walmart, 
the actually the arrow is 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 not huge it's kind of you know it's about this big but i'm looking you know i'm looking this way i'm not looking down so i have found myself a couple times if no one's coming down there i continue to go uh, I, i'm the i'm well, the guilty i'm the guilty uh island reverser that's going the wrong way so find me <laughs> i would hunt you down no <laughs> But what is very funny about it is that there was, I don't want to say there was like tons of people, but there was a lot of traffic. And I'm going the right way. Now, obviously they have the stuff on the floor, but they also have signs in front of every aisle. So this one lady that, you know, she wasn't big ass Bertha, but you know, she was taking up a good portion. Um, and that's a, a funny story that my dad loves to laugh about. Um, but anyways, she's taken up the aisle so i finally sent her a nice i said hey just to let you know you know you're going the wrong way and she's like she kind of looks like oh my god i'm so you know and i and she was very very nice about it i wasn't like hey yo you're going the wrong you know i didn't do anything like that nor would i ever do that but you know she immediately you know went the correct way here's the other thing that gets me if you're in the North Haven area, or no matter where you are, and you are one of those people that when you get out of the store, you take off your mask or your gloves and you throw them. Oh, like, you know, there's still too much of that going on. And man, you know what? You're a Sunod. Hate yeah. to say that there's no no you know no reason to litter you know and I, and I just think that to me makes no sense you're you're taking the those precautions but you're still polluting the air with possibly contaminated products let's be real and that forces somebody else to, to pick, pick them up so you know let's be kind to people the the other piece to some of this um, tattletaling is, is that's how I'm going to call it if it's done very respectfully, like you, you, you did it very respectfully. Well, there was a very sad instance that happened. I don't remember the state off the top of my hand, but it was an elderly gentleman told a, a another person, you know, hey, where's your mask? Now, I agree. Uh, I don't. I agree that a store, you know, a business can determine how they want to run their business, mm -hmm. and I do believe in the public you know having that awareness and, and sharing however there is a risk to it because this poor gentleman i believe he was in his upper 70s low 80s uh, you know told a, a a gentleman hey you you're supposed to wear a mask in here you're not you know in that particular store i guess mandated it and sadly uh, you know the uh, the white and it was a white person that was not wearing the mask you know got obviously not a normal human being stabbed the elderly man very seriously oh. uh, not only did he stab him uh he he ran out and they got obviously got a description and uh, i believe it was a female officer that tracked him down on the road the, he did pull over the criminal because he's a criminal see white white whites are criminals too and we have no problem calling them out we don't care about we don't look at their skin color and, and, and pulled him over, uh, or she pulled him over. And sadly, you know, I go back to, you know, if you make choices, 
you know, there's consequences to them. So this person that stabbed the old man or, you know, elderly gentleman got out of his car immediately and went right for the officer's car with uh, a, a knife in it, the same knife in his hand. And it looks like either a billy club or, or some sort of wooden object, some other. And you can hear, you know, she's got the body cam on, you know, she tells him repeatedly, stop, put the weapons down stop, put the weapons down. She repeats it over and over again. And he just comes at her and she shoots him and it was a fatal shot. Now, my point being um, two, twofold is you're not going to see a lot of protest over that. It, you know, if you're a criminal, here's my suggestion. Reform your life, do better, change your ways. But if you're going to continue your criminal ways, understand that sometimes there's gonna be consequences to the decisions that you make when you break the law. You committed a crime by stabbing someone who just asked you to wear a mask or where's your mask, or I, I don't know exactly what the dialogue was. You stab them and then you go after an officer after the officer tells you, you know, to drop your weapons. We live in a world of law and order, but I don't want it to be so that now people are gonna to resort to violence if they're asked why they're not wearing the mask. I, I don't wanna see our country go in that direction. And I hope we don't. I, I hope that this was an isolated incident. You know, no one deserves to die, but you know, sadly, if you're going to not listen to the law officers, we live in a country that is a lawful country. We have law and order. We pay law enforcement for a reason, to keep the peace, to make sure laws are being followed. So, um, you know, I, my, my condolences certainly go out to the elderly man and his family, and I hope he recovers. And my, my condolences also go to the family of this criminal because, you know, ultimately he was in charge of his life. He's in we're all in charge of how we, re re how we act, but we're also in charge of how we re-react, re re how you react to someone giving you an order and or, and sadly he made the, the wrong choices. He made the wrong decisions that, consequently ended his life. So I hope, you know, with going forward that we're, we're, we're better prepared, that we have tolerance, that like you said, you did it in such a, uh, you know, a, hey, FYI, you're going the wrong way. Um, and that people will understand that it's, um, as long as you do it with kindness and, you know, because a lot of people, I'm one of them, you know, I could be going down the wrong way and not really paying attention. It's not like I'm purposely set out to go out the wrong way it just happens. So I'm glad that your scenario worked out good. I'm glad that the woman that received the information was very receiving. Uh, and I know I have no doubt that you did it in a kind way. Well, thank you. You know, and I, I honestly was debating whether I should say something. And, but I did, um, because I couldn't get around her for the 10th time. <laughs> so I figured, well, I should say something. Right. And she was, she was very receptive and very, That's very. Awesome. That's awesome. awesome. So, but on that note, trending Thursday, go out, do well, be well, be the change that you want to see. Um, I see we have a couple people on. I just want to say hello to them. Lini and Sharon. Sharon's going to be doing my hair today, later on. Good luck, Sharon. Yeah. You see all this that is up, it's probably all matted and knotty. But anyways, on that note, uh, 
My name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva, reporting to you live from the circle in North Haven, along with... Carol Sue, AKA Nonny Boss, live from Vera Beach. It is Trending Thursday, go out. Don't look for the trends, make the trends. You be the trend. Maybe make it something good. Be the trend of the peace train. Over and out on our end. Have a great day, everyone.